Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how you can make millions or how we make millions when we suck at many, 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 many things. And Neil and I were just talking about this on the phone and we've kind of touched upon it a couple of times in the last couple of months. I think this is maybe a function of getting older and wiser. Yeah. And when we say millions, we're talking about revenue. We don't, at least I don't discuss my profit. Yeah, me too. I don't really. I, I'm losing money. I can tell you that. <laughs> I like losing money, but we'll talk about it another time. So what we found is Eric and I, and funny enough, we go to so many conferences, meet so many people. We're not good at everything, you know, and I'll go off and I'm not trying to bag on Eric. I love him to death. He's one of my best friends. I'll tell you what Eric sucks at. And Eric will then tell you guys what I suck at. I love it. I was planning that too. So I believe Eric isn't the best executor. He likes doing a lot of things, but he's getting better at that. He is not the best manager. Actually, no, he's, he's actually pretty good at managing. He's yeah, you said at, that yesterday. You're yeah. like, you're good at managing. Yeah, he's good at managing. He teaches people what they're doing wrong and has them on. I'm a terrible manager. I'm like, his big thing is just execution. And then I would also say if I had a second thing is he spends a lot of time learning and a lot less time implementing what he learns. Those are his two biggest weaknesses. The management one is inaccurate. It's me who's a weak manager. One thing I can learn from Eric is when his team makes mistakes, he's really good at having them learn how to fix it and do things right. I'm not saying I don't do that in my company. I'm saying I don't do that because I'm terrible at that personally. Yeah. Well, he kind of called one out already. So I think the management side, it's just, I think for Neil, it's not his, uh, it's just his personality wants to execute things quickly. Like he wants things done yesterday. That's why he's really fast. And so, and and Eric actually gave me a tip today in which he said, and he got this from one of our mutual friends, Yaniv, and he told me to get an iPad pro so I can stop doing things. And I had to learn to delegate more versus me just going in there and executing everything myself, which will hopefully help me become a better manager. So thank yeah. you, Eric. You're welcome. I, I think it's, I mean, it's, it goes with your personality is who you are. Right? I'm just talking about in general, not just Neil. I think if you are naturally a fast executor, you want things done like quickly and d- yesterday, that means you're impatient. And sometimes that will roll over into like how... how I am impatient. You are yeah, right on that how, how you work with people, right? Which is fine. Like we've worked together a lot. Like I know how to work with you. Most people, if they don't have thick skin, it becomes difficult. But we get along well because... I like negative feedback. And And, and Eric also knows how to work with me really well. Like I'll tell Eric no a lot of times on stuff I don't want to do. And he's like, oh, but we already did this and look at the results. I'm like, okay. Yeah. The way, so the way to work with Neil too, by the way, is, is by showing results first, showing numbers, showing results. So those are kind of the the two main things, but the strengths are like, like 
the way he's executed has allowed him to build his audience, and it is who he is. Um, he can say he sucks at monetization or whatever, but at the end of the day, like we're all going to have our oh, weaknesses. Yeah, I am terrible at monetization. That's another thing I re- I'm really terrible at. I'm like one of the worst people when it comes to monetization. Eric will come up with like 10 different ways to monetize, and I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to do anything. And he's like, look, it already collected money. I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing we talked about on the phone too, right? Like we're all going to be who we are because you're not going to make myself unlearn 32 years of like the same thing I've been doing over and over. Same thing with you. Yeah. And I'm really stuck in my ways. But the reason we've done all right and we can, of course, do better and we can always improve. And we both, Eric and I both do try to improve and we realize our shortcomings. And when people tell us we don't get offended, like if you say, Neil, you suck at this. I'm always like, tell me more. How can I get better? And Eric and I both have that mentality. But the reason we've done decent is because we focus on our strengths. So, for example, I focus on execution and I'm really, really good at one main thing. I'm really good at driving traffic and I'm really good at collecting leads. Like I honestly do believe I'm better at driving traffic than 99.99 plus percent. I I would say he's not bragging there. I think it's pretty true. Yeah. I also would say I'm probably in the one percentile in which 99% of people are better at making money than I am. I'm just really good at one thing, which is driving traffic and collecting leads um, and even making online sales if I was doing something that's self-service. But I hire people who are better than me at everything else. And I'm not arrogant or, you know, sometimes I may be, but I try not to be. I'm willing to relinquish control to people who are better than me, or I believe that could be better than me. So for example, Eric and I, I don't know if people know this, but I'll say on my end, I'm not the CEO of my company or any of them. I don't think I'm qualified to. I don't think I'm the best. I think I suck at most things. So I know my place and I stick with you know my little corner and I'll give people advice and guidance, but I try not to step outside that because I'm not going to tell someone how to manage people or grow a team when I suck at that myself. And that, that's, by the way, that's changed over the years because I've known Neil for a long time. And now, again, I think this is a function of us getting older and wiser it's better to actually let someone control something where they actually have a better understanding because ultimately Neil doesn't know what he doesn't know. I don't know what I don't know. And somebody has actually done you know, this software business or this agency business before. So why not just have them run it instead, right? That's right. Yeah. So uh, look, on my end, the way I look at it is even when I played games, there's this character that I had that was kind of a jack of all trades that can do everything. This character could throw fireballs. This character could heal other people. Like a Pokemon? No, like a Pokemon. Just gonna have Pokemon Batner doesn't mean it's all about Pokemon. <laughs> um, no, this character could teleport groups around. Right, he could do everything. Like a Pikachu. Like yeah, Pikachu could teleport too. Um, in Smash Brothers. But my point is, I I think you know I'm pretty good at being a and that, this is actually my disc profile. I'm good at being. I'm like even across the board, which means I can adapt to certain situations. I think I'm pretty good at being a jack of all trades, which also means master of none. And, you know, right now I'm adapting more so to thinking about, okay, how can we continue to upgrade and bring in great people to help execute? Yeah, you just brought in an amazing leader for your agency, right? So he bought in someone who had experience growing and running ad agencies. But Eric got it right. From all the time I've known him, he is really strong at continually learning and he thrives for that. He wants to know everything out there under every single topic. And that's also what makes him good at 
growing his team and helping them learn because he'll take the knowledge that he gets. And even though his biggest strength isn't executing on it, he's able to teach his team some of those concepts and then they go and learn and then they execute on it. Oh, that, that made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Is there anything else we want to add around this? I think the main thing is you have to understand your strengths and weaknesses because if you don't and you keep trying to do everything, actually, there's one guy I know I, before you came in, um, I was telling the, the live people, this guy texted me and told me to go die. And I also texted a bunch of other people to go die too. The thing with this guy is he's trying to do everything right now. I wish him the best of luck, but that's the thing. If you try to do everything and you don't, you don't get help around you, I'm talking about like literally with your work, I'm more so talking about the work right now, or it could be your life as well you're not going to be able to do what you want to do because everything that's been great that's around you that's that's been built has been by built by people yeah and again you know the big point of this episode is focus on what you're good at and that's it and find other people who can help complement you you don't have to learn everything there's nothing wrong with that and if you look at eric and i we focus like i only focus on traffic acquisition because that's what i love and that's my passion and eric has his focus as well right he's going out there he's learning he's building up the traffic the brand collecting the leads he has his bucket of what he's focusing on and then his team focuses on the rest but that's how you build a business you don't build adobe or microsoft and we're nowhere near that level and i don't think we probably will ever be there. At least I won't be there. Maybe Eric will. And you don't build those companies by doing everything. You just have to do one thing right and get a ton of other people that can do the rest better than you. All right. So that was a longer episode than usual, but it comes from both of our hearts. Singlegrain.com slash DTLA for the live event. It's happening June 29th. That is a Saturday. To learn more about it, we are going to read a review. So guys, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, because now we're going for 2 million downloads a month. So this one comes from Diver911. It says daily coffee. Since I'm not a coffee drinker, your podcast is a great way to start the day. Boom. Wow. Okay. Quick and easy tips and quite a few of them have been passed along to my marketing clients. I love that you are direct and to the point. This is one of the few podcasts that I don't speed up to 1.5x. Wow. That says a lot. Thank you for that Diver 911 and we will see you guys tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.